0: To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. Everywhere we go, want to know. Hello, everyone. My name is Rebecca Kelly, and you're listening to the Everywhere We Go podcast. On this week's episode, I sit down with Olivia Fitzsimons. Olivia came to my attention when she did a live with her brother Andrew with her beautiful baby boy Luke on her lap. Olivia had a COVID pregnancy. Olivia talks to me about her and her partner Gary's plan to have a baby and when she conceives quickly, all their dreams come true. But with maternity restrictions still up in the air, it wasn't until her 20-week scan and a brief but heartbreaking shock that the loneliness of the appointment sank in. And at seven months, waking up to realise she was going to be very much alone in her labour through COVID, choosing the option to be induced in the hope that they would get Gary to the delivery suite on time. As a mother, this episode broke my heart. I just wanted to hug Olivia as she cried. She is one of the most resilient women I have ever met. Her heart literally sings as she talks about Luke. And to have that love and joy tainted by the silent trauma of after giving birth, Gary is sent one way while she heads to the lonely ward to look after her little boy. As Olivia said, she didn't have the strength in her to fight while she was pregnant, but she wants to fight now for all the mammies coming after her so that they will never feel the way Olivia did while she was pregnant and gave birth to Luke. Everywhere we go, people want to know who we are and where we come from. So who are you and where do you come from?
1: I'm Olivia Fitzsimons and I'm from New Grove, Raffarnum. Olivia, hi. Hi. Thanks for coming today. You're very good. Thank you so much for having me. The reason you're here today, you have
0: your mammy's mind and the baby for you. Yeah. So you have a newborn baby. Well, yeah. how old?
1: He is three months now, nearly four. Nearly four. And oh, what's yeah. his name? Luke. Luke. Little Luke. Little Luke. Luke.
0: <laughs> you miss him already? Uh, it's
1: mental. Yeah. I'm sure when he's asleep, I miss him. They'd be looking at pictures and to yeah. asleep beside me. It's crazy. And well, I'm obsessed with him. This is your first time, mom? Yeah. Okay.
0: So do you want to talk to me a little about that? Did you sit down and say, right, we're going to have a baby?
1: Yeah. Like we'd said it, we're together about nine years now. Um, and Gary, my partner, has a little boy already. Well, he's not little now. He's 12 now. Mm-hmm. But he was three when we got together. So like for us... I think like I'm 29, which is now kind of young for having a kid, but, um, we want kids for ages and we'd said it a couple of years ago and I was like, well, I had said it and I was like, oh, he's going to put up fights. I'll say it now. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, like saying, oh, maybe next year. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah. So then, and then I work for myself as well. So that obviously like I had to come into consideration, like you couldn't do that. So at the start, obviously, because everything's the business, like, so like then COVID hit. So I was like, um, we were just at home, and it was just everything slowed down. And I was like, because we'd always said, oh, when we get our own place, or oh, when work calms down, like we'll do it. And then last year, well, a year and a half ago, we got our own place, like we moved out. And then I moved um, location at work, so I could reduce my hours because. I wasn't spending money crazy like I was in work before. mm. And um, but I didn't even realize, you know, like the rat race, you're like, oh, everything's like, go, 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 go. And it was only when COVID hit, I was like, oh, we're actually like in the position we said Mm. we wanted to be in. And can I ask you, is it as a business owner when
0: COVID hit, there is a realization?
1: Oh, yeah. Like completely. It's well, it's just money really at the start. Mm. Cause you're making, you have to make a certain amount of money and like in my business, I'm beauty. So you have to be building up your clientele. And I was lucky, like I had a good clientele anyway, when I went out on my own, but like, you still have to build it up and you have to just get your head around owning it and the business side of it. Do you know, that's the hard, but I could do my job with my eyes closed. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's the business side that you're like, oh shit. Um, so it's a big thing to have a kid. Like you couldn't go into it straight away and have your business would be gone. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But and I wanted to keep the business. I always wanted to have my own. So I was like, I wanted to be up. I want to be established. I want to be set in a place where I know I can go back to. That it won't be like, uh, it's either kid or business. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wanted both, and I'm delighted I could do that. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But that was all. It was all planned. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, COVID hit, and like Gary, his son is a little Gary, so we have him normally every weekend. Um, but with COVID and the homeschool, and we, I, I wasn't working, so we were like, oh, I, and I love stuff like that. Like I'm a weirdo. I love stuff like like homework and things. And um, so I was like, why don't we swap? And like his mom was grand with that, so we took him Monday to Friday. So me and Gar for the first time in not like at then eight years had weekends together. We'd never had a weekend unless we were away. is just that time amazing? Together. You
0: must have a great relationship that you decided that and you sat down and worked and co-parent and said look we'll do Monday to Friday to do homework and to do all that mm-hmm. that's
1: amazing yeah I know we get on really well like with his mom and her husband like it's like people slag us because like, we do have Christmas Eve together and all. so we either stay in their house or they come up to us and we have like and same with birthdays yeah. like and they'd stay or whatever and wake up and, and people are like what and I'm like yeah this is just how it's been but that was them mm. like that was their decision when they broke up they're like we're parents and that's it. Like, and I was friends with Gary before we got together. So I mm. knew the situation and I knew what was going on. And like, even when we decided to get together, it was real cute. He was like, well, like we come as a package, you know? And he was really like, he was only 27. Uh, he was like, well, like, you know, like it's, it's Gary as well. Like, and I was like, yeah, I know. That's why I like, yeah. part of what I like is that you're a dad and you're responsible. Do you know what I mean? Um, But yeah, so like when we took him then Monday to Friday with the weekends, we didn't know what to do. Like we really didn't yeah. because it was either work or like I'd always work a Saturday. So, but like, it was just us. And we were like, now we ended up having sessions, like just the <laughs> two of us, I said just the two of us at home. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. we'd be up listening to YouTube like seven, eight in the morning. Like yeah. It was crazy. Um, and then like, that was a novelty for a while. And then one day I was like, okay, now like, let's get into real life. And, and it's a perfect time. And really, because in my head, I was like, oh, if I get pregnant, like... Now, straight away, great. Like, like I was 28 was I got pregnant. Yeah, I was 28 when I got pregnant. So I was like, if it takes a year, grand, it takes five years, fine. Do you know what mm. I mean? Um, now, we were lucky it did happen straight away. But I was like, gosh, sure, if I get pregnant now, like all this COVID stuff would be over by the time I'm having the baby. Like, do you know what I mean? So I was like, it would be great because we've all locked down and then I have the baby and then real life's back. Do you know what I mean? But uh, little did I know it would be the worst time at like the big... Thing happened in January, the big lockdowns and everything went absolutely crazy. So it was probably one of the hardest times to have because the restrictions came in like full force again. And when did you find out you are pregnant? So it's coming up to a year, actually. I think it was mm. the 29th of May. Uh, but I knew straight away. Did you? I knew straight away. And I was like, because I heard people saying that before and I was like, weirdo. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. like, I felt completely different. Like, and I just, I wasn't drinking. I, I'd like, like, he'd be like, have a drink. And I'd be like, oh yeah. Like, cause I wouldn't, I wasn't like going to be like, I think i pregnant a yeah. week after. <laughs> Do yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I was like, oh yeah, I'll have one or whatever. I just didn't want it. it. Just completely, I completely turned off drink and I just felt so different. I did a test and it was like, no, not pregnant. And I was like, I'm obviously just not far enough along. And I waited a week and I did it and it was like, yeah, it was like one week pregnant <laughs> so Like one to two weeks on the clear blue thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, there we go. But we would like, we both knew by then I was. And how did you feel at that moment when you got that one to two weeks pregnant? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. I actually have a picture because I sent it to my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, I He was in work. I couldn't even wait for him to come back to work. I swear to God. I was like, he was, it was like, when I woke up, I was like, oh, no, it's Friday. I did a week ago. So I'll do it. T- I'll do it today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, i from him to come back from work. And he works a half day on a Friday. It was only a couple of hours. Like, <laughs> And I was just like, oh, no. So I, I, I can't even remember if I rang. Oh, no, I did ring him. And he was, he normally works in a workshop, but he was out on site that day. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm just up on a roof. I was like, mm. um, we're having a baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So it was crazy. But it was lovely. I just cried. Just like... I am a crier though. Okay. I'm a crier. So I'll probably cry today. I'm okay. um, nearly crying now. We've been talking about how happy I was. Um, but yeah, I just cried and just, I literally just sat on the bed, I think, cause he rang me about an hour later and I was still sitting on the side of the mm-hmm. bed just like, what's going on? And I was looking up like what my due day would be, all this mm-hmm. stuff. Like, And um, it was just, it was just one of the best days of my life. And other than him, who did you ring? Did you ring anyone or did you just keep it to yourself? No, kept it to myself. Did yeah. You? So I rang. Well, my mum will kill me now that I told Rebecca before. <laughs> <laughs> but now I told me. But, but now I was out with the girls. This is when you could like be outside. Yeah. So we, um, we went to the field and had a few drinks one day. Like yeah. we were 16 and um, we having a drink and I was like to my friend, like she's my best friend. She's like half of me. I was like, I think I'm pregnant. She was like, like, really? And I was like, yeah, no, I, I really think I am. And, um, cause even like that, I wasn't drinking like normal on the, cause I like a drink. Like yeah, and the yeah. girls are like, yeah, right. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm just like a bit tired, you know, from the week. I wasn't doing that. And like, yeah. and, um, yeah, I was just like, I think I am. So then she kind of knew, do you know mm-hmm. the way. So every day she was like, did you do a test? Did you do a test? Did you do a test? So, um, I sent her a picture of the pregnant one to two mm-hmm. and she, I still have the picture. She sent me a picture of, like like and crying, like, uh-uh. so it was, it was gorgeous. But we decided like I am a bit of a worrier. Do you know what okay. I mean? Um so I decided not to really tell people. We didn't tell anyone but our parents till I was twelve weeks. Like And what do you worry about? I was just worried about I think because everything happened so perfectly that I was like, oh something's gonna go wrong. Do you know what I mean? I was like, I'm not gonna be well or something's gonna happen, baby, or blah, blah. So and I just I was so happy that having to tell people any bad news, I just wouldn't have been able. Mm-hmm. Do you know that way? I mean? Um So I told, I think I told, I told my mum, my dad and Gary's mum, um, before 12 weeks and that was it. We didn't even tell little Gary. Really? Yeah. Uh, A chap can't can't keep a secret for his life. So I was like, we'll tell him when we want everyone to know. Um, but yeah, I was just, I was just worried about everything. It was just, everything happened to like perfectly. And does that stem from anything? I don't think so. Like, it was only about that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I was just, I think I've wanted to be a man for so long. Like, I was one of those kids on holidays. You know, your package holidays. And like, yeah. everyone would be doing the kids club and there'd be a baby somewhere. And I'd be like, oh, I want to look after the baby. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I'd be like, oh, you're so cute. Now, looking mm. back, I was probably that annoying child that was more hindrance <laughs> yeah. than I like yeah. Yeah. But I've just always wanted them. So I was like, oh, when it happens, like, mm. I just, I was just scared. Of like, course. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And then, obviously, with at that time, it was, the first kind of set of restrictions and stuff. So it was just a bit, you weren't seeing anyone anyway. Do you know what I mean? So it wasn't like you had to make an excuse not to do something or. It was an easy secret to keep. Yeah. Do you know Mm. what I mean? Now I ended up with the restrictions lifted when I was eight weeks. I ended up going back to work at eight weeks and that was the only time I was sick. So so at the start, like nauseous, like, do you Mm. know what I mean? From kind of five, six weeks to 12, 13. No, not bad. And then everyone's like, oh, do you enjoy being back to work and all? And I was just like, oh, I just want to be in bed. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, great. Because you can't say it. It's the hardest time. And it's when I felt I couldn't say it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So you're like absolutely knackered. You just want to be in bed. but happy to be back to work. Do you know what I mean? So And I was moving salons as well. God. So it was all just a bit. Did you already have your business? I had my business. Okay. I just it was just moving locations. Okay. So I moved to where I am now in Dundrum okay. in the craft. It's the most gorgeous place in the world. Um, so I was supposed to open there on Paddy's day and that's when everything closed. Um, so the day I was supposed to open is the day it was all shut down. Um, so yeah, I think it was June when I opened in the end. um. But like, it was fine. Do you know what I mean? It was, I just felt like the girls only opened the salon in February and then it was just like brand new salon and then it was just like closed. It was so hard for so many businesses. Like I've seen so many beauty and hair businesses that just won't come back. It's heartbreaking. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Cause you work so hard. Like even for me and it's only me and I I only want it to be me. Do you know what I mean? That's a, it's a, it's a decision. Do you know what I mean? I, I just don't want to be a boss. For anyone else, do you know what I mean? Really? I've, I've seen it, and it just—I know it wouldn't be for me. Do you know what I mean? So, I but for people that had like employees during this time, I don't know like how they got through it. Like I really don't. Because the stress of just me and like knowing exactly what was going on, and still, I just no, I wouldn't wouldn't be able.
0: <laughs> and then tell me at what point then you're in your lovely pregnancy bubble, and then. What to just tell Gary how to tell Gary Little Gary, Little Gary yeah. We
1: actually have a video and I mean to post it all the time because I didn't post it at the time because I'm talking about all my pregnancy now and blah blah blah. I didn't talk about my pregnancy at all, really the whole time. I only put up a picture at Christmas. So it was like the end of the year. Like I was due February first. Like so people found out like if you hadn't seen now, if you saw me, I'd tell you. Yeah. But like I wasn't one of these like putting bump pictures up and putting scans up and all, like none of that. So it's funny now. I'm only talking about it now because the restrictions and like, I'm happy to, and Luke's fine. And like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that. And I'm just, so I wanted to shout from the rooftops because I'm so happy. But um, yeah, I didn't talk about it like at all. Why? Really? I don't know. I think, you know, you just see that. like, and I know it sounds bad. You know, those, you see those people who are pregnant and then that's it. Like I get it. Mm. And I, I've actually turned into one of those people. Yeah, I was just like. Oh, that's all you'll see for nine months. And you know what I mean? And I was just like, no, I just, I wanted to keep it to ourselves. Like, Mm. do you know what I mean? Now I'd post stuff actually more now Mm. from when I was pregnant. And I've put up like pictures that I hadn't before. Um, But I don't know. I just didn't want to be like, oh, there's Olivia. So I was obviously about the baby. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. So, and especially on the business page, I always wanted the business page to be business. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So like I have a personal one now as well. Um, so I put loads of him up on that now. Mm. So tell me Love about uh, little Gary, you're telling him oh, that tell you oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So what we did was, um, Gary made up the idea. I was like, oh, hello. Like, didn't expect it at all. So what we did was he um, blew up balloons mm. and put little notes in them. So, uh, he was like, I think there was three balloons and he, I swear to God, wait till you see the video. He, chop gives him like a machete knife to open it. <laughs> I think there's loads of like, four of knives, like yeah, yeah. it's a huge knife to yeah. thing. So he was like, um, so he popped the first one and it was like, I'm going to, and then I read that and I was like, oh my God, Chop's going to think he's going to Disneyland. I was like, Chop's going to think we're going to Florida or something. I was like, ah, and then, so that was the first one. I, and then the second one, B, uh. And then the third one's like a big brother. But uh-huh. well, he read the third one and he just read it. And he was just like, he could read the other ones out loud and this and he just read and he just looked at it. He just started crying. <gasps> I, well, I still can't watch the video. I still like, I've watched the video about 500 times and I bought every single time. It was just, I think it was shock and it was happiness and it was anxiety over it. It was like everything at once. And it was just, it was so gorgeous. And the tree was the little group and and it. Oh, it was just lovely. Like it was, it was so nice. Magical. Yeah. It was one of the best parts of the pregnancy. Do you know what I mean? Um, cause it was three months and like we had the scan to show him and everything. Um, but it was gorgeous. He was so happy. Cause uh, you know, we we're like he was 11. So mm-hmm. we were like, he's old enough to know it won't take away from him, but still, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's still yeah, different. Yeah. Cause he's been in like, his mom doesn't have kids either. So it was the first Aww. like brother or sister. And um I was kinda of like, Oh, I don't know how it'll go. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But he's just delighted. And ever since the whole way through, delight he, he bought stuff for the baby before we had. Oh, he God. came up one day and he had all baby grows and little blankets and all oh it's so cute. And did you think because did you know obviously that Gary was such
0: a lovely father to Gary that you were like, I just can't wait to have kids with him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like it was it was honestly like I was only 21 when we got together just and it was still a big part of me wanting to be with him. Do you know Mm. what I mean? Because there's I've seen I'm sure we've all seen Mm. it not going that way. Yeah. I mean, and people having kids and then on to the next girl, having another kid and see you later or just not having that responsibility, I guess. Yeah. Just being like, oh, well, like leave him with mom. Do you know what I mean? Whereas he was never like that. He was like. As I said, I think he was 27. We got together and it was like every weekend, like we used, we worked together. Right. So that's how we met. Mm-hmm. But like, we'd all be going out every weekend and every weekend would be like, oh, are you coming out? And and he was just like, oh no, like I'm home with the baby. Well, like he was drinking, but yeah. he was yeah. like, yeah, no, I'm home with Gar." So no, like it would be, he'd go out for like special occasions. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And to see that, I was like, because as I said, I always want the kids, that yeah. it's, it was, um. It was a huge part of me getting with him. And then I was so excited for years to have a baby with him. Do you know what I mean? Aww. Because even seeing him with his nieces and nephews and my niece, like it's just it's the cutest thing ever. It's just, you see a whole different side to him, don't you? Yeah. Think? Yeah. It's just really gorgeous. And then tell me then when,
0: and you realize, shit, hospital appointments, and stuff like that. Like, mm. so how did they, how did hospital appointments go? And uh, what point were you told? Was he, was he going to be allowed anything? Was he allowed everything? How did it work?
1: No, he wasn't at anything. Nothing. Nothing. So we decided to do the private seven week scan for okay. that reason. Well, okay. for that reason. And we both have twins in our family. So I was like, eh, let's just check okay. that one first. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was like, there's no way I'm hearing my baby's heartbeat for the first time on my own. I'm just not. Do you know what I mean? So we were lucky. We were in a position we could. It was like 200 quid or something. It's not cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, so we said we do that. But like, we had no clue what, like, you just had no idea. You just had to go with it. Like there was, because no, at that time as well, the restrictions were so wishy-washy. It was yeah. like, oh, uh, it'll open this week. And then it would either be closer, like, because with the salon, we opened um, sooner mm. than we thought. Mm. So I was just like, so you just didn't know. So even if there was a date, you wouldn't take it as viable. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You'd be like.
0: And can I ask you what you said there about, um. The heartbeat thing, like I, one of my friends now she's pregnant and she tried to record the heartbeat for our parent, our mm. husband. They wouldn't let her,
1: they wouldn't let me either. Would they not? So, actually, now at my 12 week scan, sorry, they did they let me take a little video. She was lovely, she was so nice, the uh, girl. And um, she let me take like five second video, nothing major, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, and I go to her, I was like, because we knew then realistically, he wouldn't be at the big scan, the 20 week scan. Um, so I was like, do you think they'd let me do just even this at the, at the scan? I don't even want to video call him. I don't have to wait for him to answer. I just want to take literally a, a small video. And she was like, well, policy is we're not supposed to let you. But obviously policy is a bit weird now because of the situation we're in. So she was like, it depends on who you get, but mostly, yeah, they will be able to um, or they'll let you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Grant, Because I just wanted something different for him. I didn't want him to be seeing the same pictures that everyone else is seeing. And now I ended up sending that video to everyone. But yeah, yeah. like I wanted to be able to send him a picture being like this your baby and blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? And I just then the 20 week scan happened. And so I was going in like now. And, and it's another thing. It's to every, every appointment. You're sitting there and you're sitting there on your own. And especially the 12 and 20 week. I was there and all like, it would have made the world a difference if he was just beside me, just holding my hand, just because you're so nervous. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I like had a great pregnancy as well. So the 12 week I was starting to feel better as well. I wasn't even really nauseous anymore and stuff. So in my head, I'm like, is that a good sign? Is that a bad sign? Should I be sick? Should I be this? Should I be that? And I was like, I feel fine now. So does that mean something? So you're sitting there because you've no idea. Like, mm. and I've heard of a lot of people. I know a lot of people that went to that scan that didn't get the news that I got. Do you know what I mean? That got bad news. So you, that's all that goes through. It's only the bad stuff that went through my mm. mind before the 12 and 20 week. Do you know what I mean? Um, and does he go witch it to the hospital and wait outside? No, he didn't. Like, cause kind of realistic. well. So like, what's the point? Do you know what I mean? Mm. So um, he said it to me. He's like, well, I come. And I was like, for what? Do you know what I mean? I was like just go and I'll ring you and like, that's it, which was hard as well. Like, but I think him even being in the car would have been just as hard. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it was just, it was so lonely. The whole thing, like pregnancy, I presume now I did obviously through COVID, but I presume it's lonely for everyone. Do you
0: know what I mean? It's, it's in a way it's, um, it's nice because you can get, and you're you're going to talk and you're meeting your friends and you're telling them Mm. and they're, um, they're, they're, Rubbing your bump and yeah. you know that you're making plans. You're making mm. plans, and that's kind of the, the what how I experienced it. You know what I mean? And yeah. going down and sitting, my mums and my dad feeling the bump and everything like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or making a kick or my friends going, "Oh my god, it's a kicking!" Like yeah. you know what I mean? That kind of experience is what I had. But I think and um, again, I think Melissa said it: the whole sitting in the waiting room for a scan with all the other women yeah. around you must be surreal.
1: It's surreal. It is, and you can just see everyone everyone's kind of feeling the same everyone's excited but nervous and then you get called it's just real I don't know I felt like I was going to principal's office or something do you know what Mm. I mean no it's just like I was so excited but I just would have been a lot calmer Mm. if he had been there I would have been a lot I was excited but I would have been a lot more like happy excited Mm. do you know what I mean if he was there it would have been a a happy day rather than a A apprehensive day uh, yeah exactly Mm. Um, so like the 12 week scan was fine and that, like that she let me take the video, mm. but the 20 week was a whole different ballgame. Was it? A whole different ballgame. I, um, I remember sitting in the waiting room and I remember after the 12 week scan saying to Gary, it's like, there's, you could have been there. Like for normal appointments, it was busy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But mm. for the ultrasound, and I think it was kind of a good thing, COVID wise, everyone had to have a time. Mm. So there was no give 20 women 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So my 12 week, no one in the waiting room, just me. So God. yeah. So I was sitting there and then everything's obviously just, they're efficient in a great way. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So you're just sitting there. And I remember saying to him, there's no reason you could have been there. And I was like, I'm going to go mad if I go into the 20 week scan and it's the same thing. Mm. No, I sent him a video of the waiting room and it's big room, like the ultrasound waiting room in, in the coom. And I took a video like of the whole room yeah. and sent it to him. And that, that was the first time that he was like, cause he was trying to be calm for me. And yeah, I think course. he was a lot more angry and upset than he ever shared to me during the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I was angry enough for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that was the first time he was like, that's ridiculous. It was a do you know what I mean, <gasps> no one, no one. I was the only person in it. So there was one girl in front of me, like two rows up. Of- Oh that's my like, God. So I was like, and we lived together. I was like, that's all this whole thing with support partners. Like if, if it's either your partner or your mom or your whoever, yeah, you're seeing them. Do you know what I mean? So if I had COVID, he probably had, do you know what I mean? That's the whole point of why the restrictions make no sense to me. Do you know what I mean? Even in the height of it, I get it at the start because no one knew what was yeah. going on. No one knew how COVID would spread. No one was vaccinated. I get it. Do you know what I mean? And I, even with the appointments, even with the 12 week, I understood. I didn't feel any kind of way about it. I was like, this is just what we have to do. Mm. And we chose to get pregnant in the lockdown. So this is part of it, you know? But I started to get angry at the 20 weeks scan then because it just seemed so unnecessary. Do you know Absolutely. what I mean? And at that time I was like, why couldn't he be in the car? I ring him and be like, I'm ready to go. Even missed the start of it. He just comes in when I'm there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like he would have seen no one. Like it would have been. And the room is big enough as well. The scanning room. So if he. I didn't need him beside me. If he had been the other end. He could have social distance. Oh, but would have been r- five, six meters away. Never mind the two. Do you know what I mean? Um, But the 20 week was a tough one. Because like they were checking everyone, checking everything. And it was fine. It was fine. And then. Yeah. And as well, she was like, do you want to find out what it is? And I was like, even if I did, there's no way I'd do it on my own. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Now I know some people obviously did, mm. but I, just even to say that to me, I was just like, that's crazy. Um, to me, I have to say, listening to you,
0: I would be heartbroken. Uh, I can understand your anger yeah. because to, like, especially, you know, it's your first child mm-hmm. to, to hear the heartbeat, to have that experience as partners. Yeah. Is just so amazing.
1: Yeah, and the bond—it's—it's like. But that's the thing, and I worried, like I worried about. He never worried about, and I said it to him, like during the pregnancy. I was like, "Do you feel like you'll be, you'll have that bond to the baby that you had with Gar when he was born?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, of course I will," and blah blah. And I was like. Really, in my head, I was like, can he? Like, I was like, I could be faking this whole thing. He yeah, wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, you know just, I mean? that's actually I was like, pretty valid. Yeah, I was yeah. like, he wouldn't have a clue because like I felt grand. I didn't get a bum for ages. And I'm like, I'm not a small girl, so I yeah. thought I'd get a bum pretty soon. and I didn't for ages. So like even going in for the 20 week, I didn't feel like I looked pregnant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um, but the 20 week was hard because... So I had my phone ready. Yeah. Do you know, just to take a little, mm-hmm. a little video at the start. And, um, the midwife, I, I think it's the midwife who does the ultrasounds. Yeah. I don't know. Um, she was like, oh, you can put your phone down there. Like, so at the, at the chair, at the bottom of the bed. And I was like, oh, well, like the girl is 12 weeks said, I might be able to take a little video. And she's like, oh no. And I was like, I was like, really? So this, I hadn't even gotten to bed yet. Yeah. And, um, she was like, no, it's against policy. And. Um, so we can't do it. So I was just from that. So I started crying then. So I was like, but I, I had a mask on, so I don't think she even knew I was crying oh, yeah. because like the tears are just rolling down the mask. Yeah. And then, then yeah, she started the scan then. And then everything was going fine. Everything was going fine. And then she was checking the heart. And now I think she started to be being really nice. I think she kind of realized how Kind of harsh she sounded. Mm. She's like being overly nice. And I was like, you're gone from me. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is done. Yeah. Um, and then it got to the heart and I could see it being, but then I was like, is it? And I was like, because she wasn't saying anything. Because the whole way along she was like, that's this, that's the leg, that's the foot, that's the whatever. Um, and then she just went real quiet. And I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Because it's obviously the big part, mm. like it's the heart. Mm. And um I was like, is everything OK? And she was just like, obviously, she can't say, yeah, if she didn't think it was. So she was like, um, we just can't really see what I need to be seeing here. Um, so just give me a second and I'll just have another look. And I was just like, so then I was gone, gone. So I was just like, um, ball, like bawling. And then she was just like, yeah, so we're going to have to move to another room. And I was just like, "Oh God, I was like, so I'm going to cry again. Um, so no one's here. Do you know what I mean? So I just, oh, my heart sank. Um, take time. Don't worry. Take your time. Um, Told you we'll drink lots of tea during this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So she was just like, "Oh, we need a. We have a more modern machine in this room. So we'll go in." So I was going in here, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" And my- in that moment, all you want is someone to hold your hand. Yeah. Oh, he wouldn't have even had to say anything, like nothing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that's all. And I was just, I was in too much of a shock. I didn't even know if I, cause she said about the phone, I didn't even ring him. I didn't even text him. I was just like, just wanting her to get that scan going. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So she did. And now I'd say it could have been two minutes, but it was like four days. It took. And then she's like, oh yeah, that's it. And I was just like, oh, my God, thank God. I was just like really I didn't even know how to feel, do you know what I mean? Because then I was like in that moment, I was so angry. I was on my own. I was so angry because there was no one anywhere. So like in like even in the corridors, there was not one person anywhere. So I was just like, I was just so angry. I was upset then I was relieved. Obviously I was more happy and relieved than anything. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? But that was tough. Do you know what I mean? And then like, I think, I don't even know if it's an Irish thing, but then when everything was okay, then like you ring and you're like, oh yeah, everything's grand. Do you know what I mean? So like no one even knew till I said that on, I said it on the Instagram live with my brother. Um, and no one knew because I didn't even think to tell people then afterwards. Like it was a huge thing for me, but I was like, you know what I was saying? I was like, well, it was fine. So like, why would you say Grant, it? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think, no, I would have told Gary. I definitely would have told Gary. But, um, I didn't get to tell my family or friends or anything. It was just like, oh, yeah, everything's great. And you have your pictures and you're sending them or whatever. But like to have to go through that and then get in my car. Just on my own. And all that, once I got to my car, I was just like, wow, if that was bad news, Like, what would I do right now if that was bad news? And for all the women who are getting bad news, and you can see it. And I saw women getting bad news coming out of the rooms. Do you know what I mean? And just walking through the hospital on their own. Do you know? It was just, that's all that went through my mind. Was It went from me very quickly to other people. Do you know what I mean? And that's why even now I'm talking about it because... I was lucky. Well, not lucky, but like I was he was fine. Do you know? Well, I, mean? I didn't know he was a he, but like mm. it could have been bad news for me. And I'd kind of thought as I said, I was worried. I was like, I'd kind of thought of it from them, but I was like, oh no, it won't happen. Do you know what mm. I mean? But then in that second, I was like, oh God. And I was like, what happens if that was bad news? Like, do women just get in their car and drive home mm. on their own? Mm. And I was like, that's obviously what they do. It's and then I just got really angry and I was texting into my girls' group just on a mad one, being like, this has to change. This has to change. And I was saying to Linda from Women Ascend, which is an amazing, amazing like organization, I presume, um you call it. Um well it's just actually a community. So it's a community on Instagram. Um and I was saying that to her. I was just I was like, I was so angry and upset then, but I felt for me, I had to just keep it to myself at that point. I was like, I have to be like, I'm a very positive person and I'm a very happy person, like luckily. Um, and I was, I made a decision when I got pregnant. I was like, I know it's COVID it's everything, but this is going to be a happy and positive pregnancy. And I'm not going to be stressed. I'm not, I'm just going to be as positive as I can and camp for the whole thing. So I was like, after that day, I was like, okay, I have to just take a breath and get through the rest of pregnancy and then we'll fight. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, but then in my head, I was like, it was 20 weeks. I was like, if I have to, I will, but sure, I'll be done. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like I won't even have to think about it. And yeah, it was about, I think I was about seven months pregnant and I had the realization. I was like, had a day and I was like, Gary's not going to be with me. And I had, I just woke up and I was just like, these restrictions are going. And that's before it got bad again. But I was just like, they weren't going anywhere. When all, every other restriction was being lifted, there was no even talk about it, about the maternities. So I was like, this isn't going anywhere for the maternity hospitals, like nowhere. So, and I had clients at the time, like I obviously I deal with women, like a hundred percent of my clients are women. Um, having babies and I was hearing more and more and more stories of labor through COVID. And I was just like, this is going to be tough. Um, so that day, the, yeah, I think I was about seven months and I, that realization was a big one because the whole way I was like, I'll be fine it'll be fine it'll be fine. And then from that day on every single day of my pregnancy, all I thought about was having a baby on my own every single day. And I was just like, how am I going to do this? Like, and I'm a str- I'm a strong person. And I, well, every woman is strong in my opinion, mm. but I can do stuff on my own. I'm fiercely independent. Like I'm okay. Even the induction on my own, I was fine. I was like, that's a whole other story. Mm. But I was like, I can't have this baby on my own. Like I just, there's nothing that can like make me be okay with that or ever get my head around even having to think it. Do you know what I mean? Um, So that one was tough. That day was tough.
0: Can you imagine another person out there with anxieties or with leads through pregnancy or with anything? You know, as you said, you're a strong person who's someone who wasn't so strong. Mm. Could you
1: imagine the
0: pregnancy for them?
1: Oh, like there was one day, one of my, um, one of my appointments. And in the coom, like you can, I could, didn't know what you can hear basically the next room and it was a girl talking about how much she's bleeding. And I I think now it was near the end of my pregnancy. So I was maybe 36 weeks at that stage and she was quite early. And I was just like, she's going to have to think about this all the time. And if anything happens, she's going to be, have, to, she's going to have to be in her own. Mm-hmm. If anything happens and she's brought into the hospital, or if she admits herself to the hospital, mm-hmm. she's going to be on her own. Like, it's crazy. And as I said, I, d- I don't suffer from anxiety or anything like that. But I know a lot of people who suffer with anxiety and and different mental health issues. And I just don't know how you could, how you could do it. I just, I really don't. Mm-hmm. Like, um, because as I said, mine was so straightforward and it was still, so tough, mm. like so. it's tough for anyone in any, like without COVID or whatever, but I just don't know how you'd even get yourself to the appointments. Yeah. Like I, I just don't. Um, so, and I actually, I heard a girl I know, um, she doesn't suffer from anxiety or anything, but she had a very similar like induction delivery to me and the day she went in for induction, found out she was a close contact. She had a baby two weeks before me. So her partner wasn't allowed in. She went through two days of labor and a very difficult delivery on her own. And I was just in shock. I was just like, and she didn't have it. Neither of them had COVID. Um, I was like, why couldn't you get tested? Do you know what I mean? Like I got tested for COVID in the maternity hospital. Mm. Before I went in for my induction, I was like, why couldn't you just, and they have to the test, like yeah. I got my results that the same day. Mm. It's like, why couldn't they just do that on the induction day? And then, and well, it was done. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I was like, why can't anyone think of these women? Mm. Like why? I just don't understand how it's not a priority for anyone. Do you know what I mean? And God, like, I know obviously staff and resources and stuff like that,
0: but God, could they not have like, even, I don't know if it's a stupid idea, but I was like, could they have not even got old midwives or old nurses in to hold hands, to, yeah. to even just to, you know, get them in and you know, like, I'm sure support people, they, sh- they should have been able to find support people yeah. to come in and just say, hi, Olivia, I'm Rebecca, and I'm going to be in the room with you while you're getting
1: mm. your, your scan.
0: Unfortunately, your husband, but I'm going to stand here with you. And at least you, you could have been like, piss off I don't need you
1: but you, at least yeah. you could be like do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think no, I think. in my opinion personally that would have made me more angry. Would've. I'm like if I can't if I can have mm. her in here why yeah. can't I have him in there? Yeah, that's Do you that's know what true. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, do you see the thing about the rotunda? No. That everyone's saying so in the rotunda now mm. like in the height restrictions mm. um, people are going in finding out bad news on their own or having their scans or going in or labor or inductions, whatever, can't have their partners. And there's producers from the rotunda going around asking <gasps> them questions and asking them to be in the show. Oh my God. And people are just, there's uproar about it. So angry. So angry. So it's like, and they're saying, oh, but well, there's no cameramen. They're doing it all, the remote cameras. Yeah. It's like, who put the cameras in? Do you know what I mean? You're going to yeah. have those people in. Yeah. But like for the producers just roaming around and they said they're in every department. Oh It's my not God. like it's just in like the yeah. general waiting area or anything. They're everywhere. So come here, tell me about um, your induction. Why were you induced? Were you- so I had gestational, I can never say that mm. probably, gestational <laughs> diabetes. Um. So I found that out kind of late on because I didn't have any symptoms of it. Mm. Um, my sister had it so I just had to get checked mm. for it and they were like, oh you have it? And I was like, oh. God. So but it hereditary? was fine. Um, yeah. It's like a genetic thing. Yeah. I don't know, but I didn't, I was fine with it and I yeah. was diet based and everything. Like I didn't have to go on medication or anything. Um, but I just had to have my checks in the hospital before that I was doing the domino thing, which was amazing. What's that? But, um, that's so you do some of your appointments in the hospital, yes. but then some are, um, locally. Yeah. So that was brilliant. But from, yeah, like the end of my 20s 20 weeks, like 28, 29. I found out at that. Um, so yeah, my 40 week checkup happened to be my due date, mm. but there was nothing happening. Like I knew there was nothing mm. happening, like I was still walking 5k a day, like not a bother on me, felt completely fine. Um, and I'd had an additional growth scan at 36 weeks um to check if he was measuring big or anything, because that's a, a classic kind of thing with gestational diabetes. Um, And he wasn't, he was measuring completely on track and everything. So on my due date, she was like, this is the Monday. She was like, okay, so we're going to induce you on the Wednesday. And I was just like, I was just like, I, in my head, I was like, I don't want to be induced. I really don't. But then the overriding thing in my head, what came in was that if I get induced, Gary misses nothing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I don't want to do it, but now he'd kill me for saying that because mm. he'd be like, You didn't have to do it. Mm. But you're obviously gonna pick that over. For me, I was gonna pick him not missing a thing over waiting. Mm. Um so um she was just like, Do you want to? Well, she didn't actually ask me, but mm. <laughs> I presume if you well, if you want, if you didn't want to, you yeah. could say. But I was like, Okay, yeah, I'll I'll do it. Um yeah, so the Wednesday then um Gary dropped me there. A half six in the morning, and dropped me at the door. Couldn't even like bring my bags in or anything. So I was like forty weeks back. Now I was fine, but I know a lot of other women wouldn't be at that yeah. stage. Going out with me two bags. Show me what at was the it door. like leaving them in the car? Um, it was tough. But as I said, I knew it was happening. I just at that stage, I was like everything just has to be positive because this baby has to be born with me being positive and calm through the whole thing. So I was like. It's shit, but oh, sorry. Can I? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, it's shit, but has to be done. So he went off to work, and she had told me now, which I was happy she told me, I didn't know an induction took that long. So How long did it take? In my, two days. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, well, I had them like yeah. two days late. And because um, in my head, I was like, oh, you get getting juice and have the baby an hour later. In my <laughs> like, head, that, that's what I think as did well. I have two day. children. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she was like, yeah, if you get getting juice on the Wednesday, you're more than likely having the baby on the Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, right. Okay. Um, and
0: at that point, did she give you a plan and say, so this time you're going to go through this, and then Gary can come in from this, and then did they give you a plan there and tell you about him coming in with you or?
1: Yeah. So, well, I don't think she told me then, Mm. but I knew that he could only come in when I was moved to the delivery suite. Okay. but at that time, I didn't know when I was, when I got moved to the delivery suite. So I was like, do I get moved when I'm having contractions? Do I get moved when I'm in active labor? I didn't know. Um, but I went in, yeah, half six on the Wednesday and they brought me up and gave me the pessary thing um so that to start the induction um and then i started getting contractions kind of later that morning mm. and then they got like so i was fine being on my own i had my like airpods in i was watching netflix i was like oh this is grand mm. and then i was like oh shit this is not, <laughs> this is not grand um but like at the same time that day was nicer because i think everyone well i think the girls and my there's three of us mm. And we were all around the same age and we were talking and one of the girls had been through it before. So she was, I was like, I'm in bits. And she was like, have a shower, do this, do this. But like, she was helping me. There was not like the place was ramped. Like there was people everywhere. So I understood the midwives not coming near me because I was fine. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I was getting traces and stuff every now and again, just to make sure that the baby was okay. But she helped me through it. Do you know what I mean, she was like, that's what this is. And this is happening now," and. Like, I was like, should I be feeling this so early? Because my friend had an induction and didn't feel anything for two days. <laughs> like, do you, you just don't have a clue. And everyone's different, obviously. Um, but I remember they got they got really bad about six that evening. And I remember like being on the ball, like rolling over the ball, ringing Gary, like video calling shaking like my hand was shaking. And I was like, this is when I need did him here. Do you know what I mean, like just to just for me to even give out to him, do you know what I mean? mm, just to have mm. just have someone to talk to because or just like try get your head out of it a little bit. Like mm. you've nothing to do but think and you've nothing to do but think about how much pain you're in, because it's just you. Do you know what I mean? There's not there's no kind of relief or release. Do you know what I mean? From anywhere else. It's just you. that was, that was not nice. Were you frightened? No, I was never frightened. Well, the next day I got frightened. Um, but no, the induction, I was, I wasn't frightened. Um, I was very lonely, very lonely. Um, and people are texting me and people are, but you're in bits. I'm like I'm not responding to it. Like, that's another thing. If Gary had been there like a lot of people would have been more in touch. Like my mom was trying to call me and I was just in bits. So she had no idea. She could have had a grandchild by then and she wouldn't have a clue. Do you know what I mean? Gary could have had a kid and wouldn't have known. Do you know what I mean? Um, but no, I wasn't frightened. Like at that stage, I was getting excited as well. Mm. But um, I think, I think lonely was actually, would have been the biggest part of that day. That's sad, um, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But again, it's my first. So I didn't even know if normally partners are with you and mm-hmm. I didn't want to. I didn't ask anyone any questions before because I didn't want to know mm-hmm. because I was like, if they are normally, it, it'll upset me more, mm-hmm. which I learned after they are normally there. Mm-hmm. For, um even like that, just getting your water. Yeah. Like, I remember I was on the ball on the right hand side of the bed and my water was on the left hand side of the bed. And all I needed was a soap of water. And I was like rolling on the thing, rolling on the thing. And I was like, I can't stand up to get that. Mm-hmm. So I just went hours without having water. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because I'm not going to ring a midwife being like, oh, can you get me a bit of water? Do you yeah. know what I mean? But um, it's little things like that. Or like my phone was ringing and it was on the bed, but I couldn't mm-hmm. reach it on the bed. Do you know, it's just, it's this it's the yeah. tiny things. Like I was starving as I will not even get into that, but <laughs> mm-hmm. you can't run to get anything. Can't go to the shop if you want a snack. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There's just it's 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 a tough one.
0: Yeah, because I remember that I um I just wanted the Snickers and a
1: can of Coke. That's yeah. all I wanted. Well I still have my diabetes then. Oh, so God. I couldn't even have and I had to have like almond nuts and a yogurt or something. <laughs> but um yeah, if I but that's why I had to be so um I had to bring everything in. Because I was like, I there's no me going anywhere for anything. Like Gary couldn't, obviously there was no visitation even for an hour. So we, I couldn't forget anything and be like, like, I forgot my 10th machine. <gasps> like I had it at home. Oh my God. And I was like, there's no even point to me. Now it, it turns out like you could have left that thing or, but you're just so not in your head at that mm-hmm. time. So I was like, well, you can't come in. So I can't, like, I forgot it. It's not here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. God,
0: the tens machine got me through, Amelia.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what it's like, so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I say like, I remember being on Bob being like, I wish I had that tens machine. But yeah, it's just just have to you like you have to get on with it. And you did, and I did, and it was fine. Like the induction day was fine, but it it could have been a lot better and easier mm-hmm. and less of an emotional toll. Mm-hmm. Like, never mind the delivery, never mind the next day, mm-hmm. but that day could have eased me into the next day a lot better. So tell me about the next day. So the next day I got checked at seven. I think I am. And they're like, okay, we can break your waters. So in my head, like, again, all that I was thinking was that means delivery. So I was like, can I ring my partner? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, yes, you know, like finally, Mm. um, well, I was like, this is going to be shit because I feel fine. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. OK. There's mm. going to be a long one. Like, um, but I remember and they were like, yeah, well, like you can tell him that he can come in, but we we have to wait for a bed and delivery suite to be ready. So this is like half seven or something. So I was there, I was going to do my walks around the corridor mm. and everything. And uh, midwife comes up to me and she's like, are hey, you Olivia? And I was like, yeah, she's like, we have a bed for you. And I was like, ah. So I rang him and I was like, I was like, you can come, you can come. I swear to God. So he was in Leprosand where we live. He was nearly, uh, he was at the delivery suite when I was at the oh delivery God. suite pretty much. No. Like I had literally just gotten into the bed and he was there, like he was ready to go. What was that moment like? It was, it was really emotional. It was really emotional. Um, Cause I just felt bad, not bad for him, but I was just like, you can just imagine him like even trying to park the car and you know, stuff Mm-mm. like that. I was like, I just wish he had been there earlier, but knowing that we're going to do it together, it was emotional because I was so grateful he was there mm-hmm. and I was so happy. He wasn't going to be missing it. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm-hmm. So it was lovely. It.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You're okay. Let me make a cup of tea. No, worry. Right. you sure? <laughs> yeah. Will we have one quick one. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Sorry. Come on. No, you're grand. <laughs> so we just took a little break there um, to have a cup of tea. So, as we were saying, it was just very emotional, the two of you being together in yeah. that moment.
1: Yeah, it was. A, it was so lovely. There was, it was one of those where a million emotions came in at once. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But then we saw each other, it was real emotional. And then I just got real excited. Mm. I just got really giddy because I was like, I think it was, I was like, oh, I know, he's going to be here. He's not going to miss anything. And we got to do it together. And I got like proper giddy. Like it was so funny, like I was giggling and all and it was just we were just having a ball. It was just so fun um, until the contraction started. But um, <laughs> it was it was a lot all together. But then once it yeah, once I got over that, it was just it was lovely. Like if I think I would and as well at that moment, I think I wasn't sad, but I just had the real, realisation that how different my pregnancy would have been if I knew It was in, say, a normal time where everything would have been how it normally is and there wasn't restrictions and how much more fun it would have been Mm. and how much more I would have enjoyed it. Mm. I think it was obviously a big part of having the baby through COVID. Obviously, there's more kind of anxiety around everything and there's a bit more stress. But I was like, oh, it can actually be fun, Mm. you know, and Mm. I was like, but. I was like, I left that. That's how it went. As soon as it came, do you know mm, what I mean? I was mm. like, what can like you, you were do about robbed me? of the excitement of the baby. A little bit, mm. a little bit. Um, and like that, some of my really close friends didn't see me pregnant. Yeah, like at all, not yeah. once. Didn't see a bump. Didn't see a thing. Like nothing. Um, so I think that all just came into my head for a second, and then I was like, well, it's done. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So we'll just enjoy today and have this baby, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so then, yeah, they, um, broke my waters then. And then everything, everything started. <laughs> but, uh, then, then it was painful, but mm-hmm. we got there in the end. So that was about nine o'clock. I think he got there. We got down there. And then after pretty, like it was tough enough, um, delivery, we had him at eight o'clock that night. God, from nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, three epidurals. Did you have three epidurals? Yeah. First one didn't work. Well, not three. So first one didn't work. And um, so this is about half 12. I was like, okay, I'll get an epidural now. They're like, because uh, I was like, am I dilated? And they were like, no. And I was like, okay, well, this is getting really bad. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I was like, can I get an epidural if I'm like one centimeter or two? And they're like, yeah, it can actually be good for relaxing you. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the contract- contractions can, st- or oh, sorry, dilation can start. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was like, grant, I'll get that. Cause I'd gotten through them quite well. Cause they even said it themselves. So I was on the drip. Yeah. Like again, everything's just, nothing's happening naturally. Do you know what I mean? Everything's kind of mm. being put done to you. Like, Yeah. um, so the contractions were like thick and fast. And I was like, I can't do this if I'm two centimeters now. Mm. Like I was like, oh, I'll get, um, I guess the epidural. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, great. That was half 12. So about one o'clock they came to do it. And uh, I was like, I'll be brand new, brand new, none, <laughs> like absolutely nothing happened. And they're like, "Oh, is this bit colder than here?" They start spraying things. Oh me. God! Because I was like, it's not working. And the yeah. middle I was like, Are "You sure?" And I was like, "Yes, I'm sure." Um, and your man came back and. Like it was, I think it was like a student guy doing it. Cause oh he God. had like someone with them. Yeah. And I was like, I never mind stuff like that because yeah. I think maybe being in a practical job, I know you have to physically do stuff yeah, to yeah. like to learn. Yeah. So, um, but the guy who was like supervising your man yeah. came back and he was like, are you sure? I was like, if you ask me, am I sure <laughs> one more time? He's like, is it, it had this like cold spray? It was like yeah. deep freeze or whatever. Yeah. And he was like is that colder than that? Is that, and he did about 20. I was like, you're just making me freeze. And now I was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm cold. Like yeah. they're both the same. So he's like, okay, we'll reposition it. And I was like, okay, like fine. I was like, it's crappy, but like whatever. Repositioned it. He's like, yeah, we'll reposition it and like um, up the medication or something. I still don't even know what it is. I didn't even care. Yeah. I was like, yeah, grant." And uh, <laughs> then I was like about 15 minutes after that. And so I had to wait a while for that. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was like, um, should I be feeling any kind of relief now? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, I'm not. And they're like, really? And I was like, yeah, like nothing. So your man came back again and he was like, OK, yeah, we'll get some. We'll we'll just do a whole other a whole other one. Yeah, so I was like, grand. So this other guy came in and God bless me, it was lovely. But this is about six o'clock. Oh my so god! So I was like, "God, Howling. I was yeah, oh banshee." Yeah. I was like, <laughs> if anyone walked into that whole delivery suite, they were like, "Who the hell is that one?" And um, I was like, so he came in and he was lovely, and I was just, but I was just over. Yeah. I was just like, I can't be nice anymore. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I was like, "Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks," and I was just like, well, I wasn't mean, but I was just like just do it. I was like, just do it. So he was like, you just have to. And I was like, I know. And went into position with the pillow and everything. And uh, he did it. And I was just like, oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. Afterwards. And then straight away, I was like, this is what it should feel like. I was like, Mm. yeah. But at that point, the midwives were saying I'd been on the drip like nearly too long. So they were like, you're probably going to have to have a section. Oh God. And I was just like, oh my God. I was like, didn't care about the operation, didn't care about any of that. Mm. I was like five days on my own in here. That's mm. all that was going through my head. Mm. And I was like, obviously if it has to be done for the baby if he's in distress, bring me now. Mm. But like, I'm going to try everything I can not to have to do that. Um, and so they're like, at about six, they're like, okay, we'll give you 45 minutes and if you're not dilating, like that's it. Mm. Um, and then about 10 past six, they were taking the earrings out my ear. They were like ringing. They were like, I was like, oh God. Um, but yeah, a few minutes later I was like, yeah, this is happening. Mm-hmm. And they were like, do you think, it? do you think you're like dialing and stuff? And I was like, yeah. They were like, will you check? And I was like, oh yeah. Like I'm, I'm going like, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, yeah, yeah. You're six, cent- six centimeters in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, deadly. Cause I was just like, oh, I just get to push. Like I get mm-hmm. to do this. Like, and, um, then a few minutes later, I was like to her, okay, I'm ready to push. And she was like, no, you're not. Mm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, she didn't say no, you're not. Mm. But she was like, uh, really? And um, I was like, yeah, no, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And uh, she's like, I'll just give you a little check there. And I could see the surprise in her face. She was oh. like, yeah, you're ready to push. You're ready to push. So, um, yeah, I started pushing about seven and I had a but it was like, it was, a, it was, a, it ended up being actually a really quick delivery. Mm. So they actually had to resuscitate him when he came out. Really? hmm So that was like, just to top it all off, I was like, this is horrendous. And did it um, come out naturally? It wasn't forced around? Yeah. Um, oh, well, he had, um. Forceps? No. Uh, suction cap. Yeah, suction cap. Yeah. yeah. They had that and episiotomy tears, all the fun stuff. Mm. Um But. He came out and then, but they just said that he was in shock because it happened okay. so quickly. Now, I don't know if they knew more than I did because there was a few people there right, waiting for him. Do you know what I mean? But I was like, I don't care. Like, they'll help him. Do you know? So, yeah, they brought him off. And I was just like, because I, I turned to Gar and I was just like, is he all right? Like, and as I was saying, it, I was like, he doesn't know if he's all right. But I mm. just needed to say it to someone. And I'm not going to say it to a midwife because I know the answer that no one knows. So I was saying it to him. I was like, I was like, is he okay? And he was like, oh yeah, I think it happens with loads of babies. And then afterwards he was just like, I didn't know. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It was just like, it was crazy. But again, it was another, it was another time through the pregnancy and labor that I was like, what would I have done on my own? What would I have done there if I didn't have my baby, if I didn't have my partner, if I, and the girl I know, it happened to same exact like exact same induction and delivery and she was on her own and I was just like how would you ever get over that Mm -hmm. like how first of all the missing the birth but then the baby being brought up now luckily for us he was in the same room Mm -hmm. he was just over there so we could see him and like but waiting for that cry oh my god it was like the 20 weeks gone all over again it was like Mm -hmm every second seemed like a year, do you know what I mean? And we were just looking and looking and we were just saying, "Yeah, is he okay? And obviously they can't say, yeah, mm. do you know what I mean? So they're like, oh, we just have to do this and have to do that. And um, then we heard the cry. Oh my God, it was the best moment of my life. Like by, there's nothing nearly compares to it. It was the best thing ever. They put them on my chest. And Gary, fair play to him now, he wouldn't be one to think of, took a picture of it. Oh. I know like we have it up in the house, but, um, it was, I was just, it was crazy. It's because I was just like the love I had from anyway, when he was in my belly, because I was saying that to Gary, I was like, it's mad how I can love him. Well, I didn't know it was him. Um, so that was another thing I thought was a girl. Did you? Yeah. So I had him, and I was like, "What is?" And they're like, "It's a boy," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> it's like I was just so convinced in my head. But um, yeah, I was just like when I was pregnant, I was like, "How can I feel this already?" Mm-hmm. You know? And then, and I know people who have had the babies, and they're like, "It take it takes." It took me a few days to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. I guess get all your emotions together, good, bad, and and different. You know what I mean? Um and. But like now for me, it was like straight away. Really? Like just, oh, I can't describe it. Can't describe it. And then, yeah. And but another thing is like, it was uh, maybe 10 minutes later, what's going through my head and like Gary was holding him. I was like, he has to go now. All that I was thinking of was like, when does he have to go? When does he have to go? When does he have to go? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I know people who had 10 minutes and then they're, partners had to go. I know people who had hours, do you know what I mean? It Mm. depended on where you were and who Mm. was working. But, um, yeah, I just, it was, it was a part of it. Definitely. Now the joy and happiness did overtake it obviously Mm. at that point. And we got loads of pictures and it was fab. Like it was, it was just amazing. But then like, I think it's about an hour and a half later and like I was changed or whatever. And they put me in the wheelchair and gave me the baby and all. And it was just so happy. And then they're like, OK, so um, daddy has to go. And I was just like. God, and I didn't want to be upset for him. And I know he didn't want to be upset for me, but it was like we were just like brought out the delivery suite and I went one way and he went the other way. And it was just like, I was just in my head being like, what's he do now? Does he just go home and watch telly or like, what does he do like that he can't be with? me and the son. The silent trauma of that is oh, just shocking. It's crazy. It's, it's just mad because like I said, it was about half nine, ten then when I was going to the ward. So, the ward of six girls, including me, and everyone was like asleep. It was like night time in the hospital. So I was there and I was just after going through those two days and had this gorgeous baby and he came out gorgeous. I was like, he's just gorgeous. So I was just staring at him and like, Guy just rang me like we were just video calling for like hours. And it was just like, it was just really hard. I was just like, why could he be beside me an hour ago mm. and not now? Do you know? I don't know. But um, like afterwards, whatever about leading up to the birth and whatever afterwards was by far the toughest time of the whole thing. Like, Because we had no visitors. So there was nothing. Um, so that was like all the restrictions and the scans and everything. It's, it's tough, but afterwards was by far the most challenging physically and mentally, both of them. Um, it was, I wasn't myself at all and it took, well, obviously, I just had a baby as well, but it took a lot out of me and it took a lot more than I thought it did. Do you know what I mean? Um, only recently, I'm realizing and kind of talking about it now, as I was just saying to you, it's like when you start talking about it, you just realize how much it was, it's kind of built like in you. Do you know what I mean? So I, so I had him, yeah, I had him at eight o'clock and went down there about half nine, 10. And then I got half an hour of sleep that night after two days of like labor, I guess, contractions and the likes. And, then you're just up for the day. And then Friday, like I knew that night I wasn't going to be going home the next day. I got told by the night midwives who were amazing. They were like, cause I came down and he had to have a heel pricks just for his glucose, just to make sure that he could regulate his own sugars after my diabetes and stuff. Um, and the midwives that night were amazing. Cause I was just bawling. I was just crying and crying and crying and crying. And it was just... Everything. you just felt so. I guess un, not unlucky. He felt so lucky because he had him. But it was just like, why did it have to be now? Do you know what I mean? And why? Why can't, why am I on my own? Do you know what I mean? Why? And he was getting his heel pricks and they were bringing him off. And I was just sitting there waiting for him to come back. And it was just crazy. It was crazy. Um, But. The next day, the Friday was actually, so I hadn't Thursday night. The Friday was the toughest day um, because no one came near me the whole day. Like zero people, bar the people that gave me my food. Um, so I might like my breakfast and stuff. um, Because I thought I'd be getting a bit of support. And because obviously no one had visitors, I thought there'd be a little bit more. I don't know stuff going on people helping you and that's what I was saying about the support person like that then it would have been like I would have taken anything then Mm. yeah. because I was feeding them I'd never like fed a newborn and no one talks about breastfeeding or oh no nothing so I was like I I don't breastfeed now but then I did um, for a while but I didn't have a clue sure Mm -hmm. I went in I went in and I was like oh yeah sure I'm going to breastfeed so I didn't have formula I didn't have anything I didn't know I didn't even think about that side of stuff Because all you're thinking about is the labor, and are you gonna be on your own? So I hadn't even thought about that. So they're like, you gonna breastfeed or formula or whatever, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll breastfeed. Then like, okay, and I was just like, um, I don't know how to do mm. it, mm. <laughs> um, because they latched him on when he was born, and mm. to be fair, his latch was great. Yeah, like he latched straight on that night, like, mm. um but obviously he didn't latch every time. And I didn't know if I was holding him right. I didn't know if I was hurting him because he was crying, but he's crying because he was hungry. But like, you don't know if you're doing something wrong or if anything's even coming out and there's no reassurance, there was no help. And at this, as I said, the place was crazy. Like there's people everywhere. Do you know what I mean? As in um, girls having the babies, like, um, so I know the midwives were rushed off their feet, but at the same time, And there's nothing against midwives at all. They were gorgeous. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And this whole thing and me talking about the restrictions, I've said it before, like, it's not about hospital staff. Like I, I know midwives and they, they don't understand it either. Mm. They, They don't understand why the partners aren't there. Um, but it's so tough because you're going off no sleep either. So it's like, how am I supposed to do all this and understand it and shower and go to the toilet and, because you're in bits like you're in absolute bits and it's like I didn't want to leave him for a second never mind leave him on his own Do you know what I mean it's like and i asked you that
0: off mike is there not the bond between you women on the ward
1: yeah it was it, it was just weird like i think we were all if like gone by me i think we were all just in a little bit of shock mm. about what happened and Like, I think you're trying to process it all. And like, there's girls that had sections and like their babies beside them and there's no one to like, they're ringing the midwife and they have to, obviously they have to ring the midwife to even pick up the baby to feed them. Mm. And it's like, they, I'm sure they don't want to be doing that. Like, do you know what I mean? When, if they had a partner beside them, Mm. they could take them because they can't even, I presume, ring them just to pick them up. Mm. Do you know, it's, I think everyone had their own little story and well, obviously, everyone does, but especially the day after having a baby, it was I think everyone was just processing it, so I don't think it was overwhelmed I, oh, hundred percent overwhelmed hundred percent, but like even the kind of camaraderie we had in the induction thing, I think it was just it was completely different than afterwards, um because you're just trying to process everything um so like the friday i uh, no one talked. Like six of us, <clears throat> excuse me, Um, like the curtains were just pulled and I think everyone was just a bit upset. Like, I think everyone was just sad. Like, at, sad, like, sad uh, like obviously you're the, ha- I was the happiest I've ever been. Mm. And like from that day, I really was. And I was so happy he was here and even getting to dress him and, you know, little things. Do you feel you have to keep
0: saying that? What? That you were so happy with him, but you still had that.
1: Yeah. Because
0: you keep doing that. I know. Because you're allowed to be sad. You know that. You're allowed to be feeling
1: alone. Yeah. You know, yeah. You should give yourself a break. I didn't think about that actually. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't, I just don't seem like a am moaning all the
0: time. No, but you, you, you know, like you've been robbed of, you and Gary have been robbed of such a beautiful experience yeah. to share in those moments. Mm-hmm. And even your mom and dad, your sister's family coming up to see the baby. You've been robbed yeah. of that. So you have mm-hmm. to stop doing that because I know, yeah. You know, we know you loved your baby. We know that was the happiest time of your life. But you yeah. still have a right to feel sad yeah. and lonely.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I know. I I never thought of it like that. To be honest. Well. Mm. Yeah. I I get it. I get. I I understand that. Yeah. Don't don't do yourself. You know. Yeah, and that, like, and that that was the thing, and I think that's why. No one really talked because everyone just was a bit like, what the fuck just happened? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And what am I doing now? Like, how do I do this all by myself? And like, I'll never forget having that first shower. I've never showered as quick in my life and I could barely walk. Mm. I nearly fell out, like I fully nearly fell out the shower because I was trying to get out of it so quick. Mm. And that was because my baby was on his own. Like my hours old baby, like, and I was like, I've never seen a baby that like newborn. So I was like, I didn't know. Obviously stuff can happen so quickly or like he was obviously swaddled. But I was like, if he rolls like I know could can roll, but you yeah, know, know, something know. happens. Everything goes through your tats, head. Like, oh yeah, yeah, completely. Like, mm-hmm. um, so that was, and obviously you can't come out in your towel either. Mm-hmm. So I was like trying to get dressed and how I didn't hurt myself. I have no idea because I, it was just madness, but yeah, it was like, it was a couple of days and the only person I talked to then was a girl on the Saturday. Cause as I was saying to you, my head just wasn't there. Mm. So on the Saturday I was like, I'm leaving today to the midwives. And they're like, oh yeah. So they were saying, yeah, Mm. but they were like, um, baby has to get all his checks and, then you just have to get a a check because of your wounds and stuff. Um, And then it could go. So I was like, grand. So I had him up (laughs) and dressed. Now he's awake anyway. Obviously we're awake, Mm. but like he was dressed, ready to go at 7am, like Mm. like ready to go home. Like Gar was on to me. What time do you think? And I'm like, I don't know. Mm. (laughs) Um, So he got, he started getting his checks about eight. Like they're really good. Mm. Um, and he was all finished his checks, I think, by like half nine. So I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, he's done. I just need a quick check. I know I'm fine. Like, I feel as fine as I could. Do you know what I mean? I know mm. nothing's wrong. Mm. You know, you, you know your body. Yeah. You know if something's wrong or not. And if there was something wrong, I 100% would have stayed. I wasn't that irrational. Do you know what I mean? At that point, I wasn't Um, like, I wouldn't have put myself home if I wasn't ready to go home. Mm. Do you know? If If neither of us were. And so his checks were all done. And then they just literally needed a two second check for me. And um, they're like, we need a doctor to do it. So I was like, okay. Um, and then, so I was like, I was like, oh, it'll be before lunchtime anyway. Lunchtime was like one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, it'll have to be before lunchtime. And uh, then, but I was still impatient. So like I was every minute I was like, come on, come on, come on. And then like half 10 came, half 11 t- came, half 12 came, half one came. I, and then even lunch, they were coming around at lunch and they were like, do you want something? I was like, oh no, sure, I'm going home. Like I'm grand, I'll get mm, something. Mm. I, cause I, I text Karen, and I was like, I'm getting McDonald's on yeah, my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, cause I couldn't eat, I, cause I could finally eat mm. bad again. after the diabetes, that little being thing gone.
0: of him ringing you, cause I've experienced it. And Paul saying to me, what you want? And I was like, oh my God, get me a KFC. Yeah. And sneaking it onto the award, award for oh, me. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. even that little thing. Yeah.
1: Was taken away from you. Oh yeah. Because like even being able to, like a little thing, I was like, they'd give me a cup of tea and I'd be like, oh, oh I want is chocolate with it. Yeah. But I wasn't going down to the shop. I wasn't doing that walk. Yeah. And then, yeah, no one was at you. So it was little thing. It was little thing. And sometimes I was like, oh, you want them there to hold the baby and so you can shower and you can go to toilet. But I was like. I just bring me a chocolate bar. Mm. <laughs> just mm. run to the shop. Like, yeah. do you know? Or bring me a coffee yeah. that you can't get here. Yeah. Like a Starbucks. Yeah, literally. Hopeless, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, um, but yeah, it was like, so then I was waiting for the doctor, waiting for the doctor. Yeah. Half one, half two, half three. And I was like, oh yeah. Cause little Gary was up as well. He was waiting to meet his brother. Oh like, God. like Gary had, seen him for an hour, but yeah. like he would met him. Mm. Um the guy was just waiting he was like he'd made him pictures and all oh, uh-huh. so cute. Um they're waiting ready to go like up and dress the two of them to be up and dressed at like eight o'clock, half eight when they God. didn't like it's a big thing. Um and they just weren't coming around. So I was like I was wandering the corridors being like someone check me. Mm. <laughs> like mm. I'm going. And then other girls were starting to leave. <gasps> And I was like, how are they leaving? I, I can't remember their situations yeah. anyway, but they were allowed go. Um, so I was like, I'm going, I'm going. And, um, but like that, as I say, my head wasn't there. So I had the car seat there. I go to carry, I was like, leave. I was like, come here, I'm going. Mm. And he was like, but you can't. And I was like, I don't care if I can or not. Mm. The baby got checked. He's fine. Now, if I was waiting for his checks, it would have yeah. been a lot of yeah. a completely different story. But, um, I was like, I'm gone. I was like, I'm not like, and but at the same time I wasn't seeing anyone. So mm. there still wasn't midwives coming. There still wasn't any of that happening. I was just sitting there on my own on the side of the bed. And um, so when he, then, yeah, I saw a midwife and I just started crying to her. I was just like, I have to go home. Like now mm. I have to leave this place. Cause honestly, it felt like a prison. Like I felt like I was in prison those few days. Like I really did. Because, like, anyway, being in, like, imagine being in a room on your own for two days, mm-hmm. just on your own. Well, actually, however many days, Wednesday, Thursday wasn't on my own, Friday, Saturday. So, like, three days, just put in a room on your own. Like, what would that do with your head? Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. never mind throwing a, a newborn in the middle yeah. of it. Um, no one to talk, like, you have your phone, but it's not the same as talking to someone mm-hmm. or, or, like, interaction. Do you yeah. know? Um, so yeah, I just started crying to her and I was like, I need to get out of here. Like, I felt like I was honestly, if I had had to stay that night, I would have lost my mind. Like I would, it would have been a lot worse than it was. And I I know for a fact it would have been, Mm -hmm. um, but she, I don't know what happened, but now it took a little while, but she was like, I'll get someone now. I'll get someone now. So the doctor came down and like, that's the thing. Was when I say 30 second check, mm-hmm. like that's all it was. But now I completely understand they're busy and they have 5 million other things to mm-hmm. be doing. That's, it's not anything on them, mm-hmm. which is in, I'm, all of this is my personal view of yeah. it and my situation. Like, um, but I was just like, I couldn't. Yeah. So I went to the girl in the ward and I was like, you have to help me with Carsey. I was like, I, I can't, I couldn't wrap my head around how mm. to loosen the straps. On the car seat. Like, that's where I was. Do you know what I mean? In my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, Oh, you just do this and this. Because I knew she'd had a baby before. Mm-hmm. Like, that was her second baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, You do that. And I was like, Oh, thanks. And then you're like, oh, I can't even do that. Do you know what I mm-hmm. mean? But like, at the same time, I was crying and I was doing all this, but I knew it was the tiredness. Yeah, and I you're knew. Emotionally it was exhausted. Emotionally exhausted, physically exhausted, Every And I knew it was that. Mm-hmm. And then. I swear to God, when I saw them that day, oh my God, the relief and the joy and the happiness and the, I just felt like all the worry was gone. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I really did. And obviously it's like, they get a bond and like, it was gorgeous. At the same time, I was like, I get help. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I get to go to the toilet. Mm. <laughs> I get like, literally I get to just do anything. Get to shower properly. I get to sleep, sleep. Yeah. How do I forget that? Get to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was. That was. And then from then on, it has been the most amazing. Like amazing doesn't even cover. It's been the best time of life. Really. I swear to God, I love every second I can of see it. it. I, I really yeah. <laughs> love every second of it. It's just been amazing, gorgeous. So he's three and a half months now, is he? Yeah. He's four months next week. Yeah. I don't even know how to months work, but he's 15 weeks yesterday. Yeah. So he's, he's great. Like he just, he loves a laugh, like loves a laugh already. And like properly has a single eagles, like, um, is into everything. He's huge. He is huge. It's like, you'd see him now. You'd think you'd like I five, did.
0: Six months. I did. Yeah. I, I seen the picture and
1: I was, oh, you're live. Um, and I was did like. Did you see him just sitting there alive? Yes, just sitting like, there. I was like, I'm not saying that. I was holding him up because I had the thing. I had my phone in a box on the change and right. you on the thing. So I was like, I can't even move it. But when I sat down, he was real low. So I like had to prop him up yeah. and like put, I put him outwards. I think it helped Andrew was on it. Like my brother was on it because yeah, he, yeah. we're used to FaceTiming him because he's yeah. in LA. <laughs> So I think he saw him and was like, just looking at him. But he, like, he was tired. He was like, I just couldn't cop. I was like, what is going on? I was like, oh, I was like, it's, it, no, he's
0: about six months. I was like, I <laughs> he's, t- huge. he's huge. Yeah. He is huge. And I was like, oh my God, he's so cuddly looking. But um, it's mad, isn't it? Like the, the joy
1: they bring into your life. Like it's oh just my God. changing. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. But he... <laughs> like with that, day, I was like, if I say something, he's gonna start like bawling, crying, yeah, or something. Yeah. We didn't. Like he had a little bit of mounts. Like, I guess. a little. I actually ended up playing with a hat because I was like, I didn't have his toys. Yeah, his yeah. But um, oh, he's great. Like, and he sleeps and he drinks and he's he's just fab. It's yeah. just great.
0: And tell me about you said at the start of this, at the top of this, there was some Linda.
1: Oh yeah. So Linda from Women Ascend then. So I had followed them for a little bit and then Is I Is there saw, support groups
0: for women, pregnant women during COVID? Is there... I, I heard none. I heard nothing.
1: Um, And then, yeah, after I had them, all I had was public health nurse. God. So that was it. Like, I guess again, because it was my first baby... I don't. I still don't know what there's normally out there mm. for people, but there was nothing for me. Like there was no talk. No, there was zero talk about the COVID. Never mind just having a baby, because the normal groups aren't. Yeah. On. For okay. sure, even like the um, what are they called? Oh yeah. The ones when you're pregnant. Yeah. To go in, mm. like none of that was happening, and it was like watch these videos on things. And I was like, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, nothing like nothing's on. Um, I don't know about now, but at that time, I didn't fire my scans and then checkups. I had no other, nothing about pregnancy or the baby, like nothing. And afterwards, zero. So what is Women Ascent? What is that? So Women Ascent, it was like, um, it's a little community on, well, I saw it on Instagram and it's, she teamed up with Uplift, so Siobhan from Uplift, And like, there's a few other kind of pages that came together and they did a fundraiser. Well, like took donations and then took out this, um, full page spread in the Irish independent, I think it was, um, the other day. So now I hadn't been in touch with her and I hadn't messaged her Mm. or anything, but I like, I'd been following and I, there's another page, um, in our shoes, COVID pregnancy in there, something like that. Um, you know, when you're reading it, you don't yeah, actually couple yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. But, um, it's about being pregnant and COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately a lot of the stories are harrowing mm-hmm. and very upsetting. And, but it's reality. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like I talk about my story and it's straight Mine was a straightforward pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like you hear about these stories of like very tough times, heartbreaking, life changing times and women are on their own. But, um, with, this page, then I was like, oh, I have to buy, and I hadn't even talked about it to anyone. I hadn't talked about it to Gary to my family because you don't want to upset them. Mm. You don't want them to be upset for you because, as you said, they they missed out on stuff. Mm. So like my mom, like now he, they met him when he came out of the hospital. Like when I came out from the hospital, my mom and Gary's mom was in the apartment waiting for me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But um, even like that, I sure have friends that still haven't met him. But um, I. I was like, I'm going to post this picture and cause as I said, I was very private even about the pregnancy, mm. but I was like, I'm going to post this picture and just say a little bit that it happened, like that going through it was tough and I didn't really expect anything to come from it. I just wanted just to really show my support for the girls who put all this effort into the um, ad and stuff. So I wrote it and then <laughs> my brother rang me straight away and he was just like, so I took a picture of me and Luke mm. and the um and the page mm-hmm. from the paper and posted it. And my brother rang me straight away, and he was like, "What the hell?" And I was like, "What?" Because he was in LA for the whole mm. thing. Like me and my brother are as close as anything. Mm. So that was another thing of going through the pregnancy, like. Without him, like I, even though he lives in LA, we'd see each other four or five times a year. Like we are, and we talk pretty much every day. Like we are thick, like thick as thieves. Mm -hmm. And, um, she's like, I didn't know any of that happened. And I was like, he didn't even really know about the restrictions or anything. Did you feel he didn't want to burden people? Yeah. Oh God, a hundred percent. And I think that was, I think that's kind of why it took so long for this well, it shouldn't have taken. There shouldn't be restrictions. But I think that's why it took so long for this to kind of gain momentum, because everyone was like, "Oh, like I'm fine, and like we're alive." Mm. And th- and I think that's what this has shown a lot as well is women's health in Ireland is a joke. Mm. Like we're not t- we're not priority. We're not. We're just kind of being like, "Oh well, like they're women, they'll get over. It. They'll be fine." Mm. Like, and I've seen stories about women and whose babies and um. They would be talking about it to like their doctors or some, And they'd be like, oh, well, you're both alive. So aren't you? Yes, sure. Her and her baby's grand. Yes. What's she going on about? And but, but you know, and that's how I felt afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I was like, afterwards, when I was talking about this, I was like, this can't be our standard. Like, this can't be the standard of level of care for women in Ireland that we're glad to be alive, that we're glad our babies are alive. Like, are you joking me? Yeah. You know, and i it was i didn't even think of it before that because i've i know countless women who have been pregnant and have had kids and you never hear the bad stories mm-hmm. because women are like oh like it's grand we're fine and it's until you start talking about it that nothing's going to change because if you say you're grand everyone's going to be like oh well she's grand. the next one will be grand as well mm-hmm. so why do we change why do we make our lives hard change in policies and putting more infrastructures in place do you know? So and it was only I realized after posting that and taught then I started talking to the women because um Andrew and me did a live then and he asked Linda to be a part of it and she very graciously did um join it and then I've been talking to her loads since and been a little bit more vocal on the groups and I only realized how much I needed it. I really did and like It's I'm not doing anything but being on my phone because obviously still with restrictions can't do much, but we need to talk about it. And that's the only way that stuff will change because that's when, when the campaign gained a bit of momentum, then that's when Tony Huling came out and said that there's no need for the restrictions to be in place. And Stephen Donnelly said as well the Minister for Health. And it's like, why are they still in place? Because they are still in place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So now I think so partners can now go to the 20 week scan. And now, but again, it's different in every hospital. So that's what the girls are saying from what happened, me and the coom, it could have been even worse the country or in different hospitals. And um, so I think now most of them are on this national policy and are like abiding to it. But the whole point is that the national policy isn't good enough. So everyone thinks it's all over. Because they're like, oh, yeah, 15 out of the 19 hospitals are abiding by the national policy. But the national policy doesn't do much. So it's like there's partners still aren't that 20, 12 week scans. They're not they they're it's not kind of clear. And when in labor, they can be there either. So that's still up to the hospitals. So it's it's still very wishy washy. So people are like, oh, yeah, it's over. Like the girls are grand. Like it's a, that's that's done. But it's not at all. So that's why we have to keep the momentum going. And it's going to get so it's trying to get swept under the rug again. um, And we're just not going to let it this time. No,
0: but hopefully now we'll release the podcast
1: on Monday and that might, you know, just share that out with people as well. And that's, the, and that's why I'm so grateful for you asking me to do this, because any kind of publicity anyone can get for this, we have to keep it out there and we have to let people know. There's not like so many people didn't even know there was restrictions when I was going in at the height of it. Do you know what I mean? So if you, if you it's a thing as well, it's not just to fight for pregnant people. You don't have to be pregnant or have a baby to fight for this. Mm-hmm. Do you know, everyone has to get behind this and realize that we need to do better. Even in general, even when all the restrictions are back or sorry, are lifted. Mm-hmm. I think women's health has to be put very much on the like in the front burner for like progressing and getting better in this country because we're being forgotten about and is women ascend on Instagram yeah and people can follow there and follow all the information yeah yeah she's a women underscore ascend I'll Uh, tag it in anyway yeah so she's amazing yeah Linda is amazing woman
0: so are you oh no but you are like that's what I'm saying give yourself a break you know what I mean yeah. because you are and look what you're doing you're a businesswoman. you've got three three and a half month old you're yeah. now realizing that you have a voice and yeah. you're gonna your story is gonna help so many people and um, so you're amazing too you know thanks right <laughs> I'd love to give you a big hug, but we can't.
1: I know, it's so sad.
0: (laughs) Olivia, on that note, thank you so much for sitting down with me and telling me your story. And as I said, we'll tag everything that needs to be tagged. And um, I think this will help a
1: lot of people. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Thanks.